This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. the perfect day to listen to a fill-in host for the Glenn Beck radio program. I am Jason Whitlock. I am your fill-in host for Glenn Beck. You have chosen the right place and right time to be listening to this show. Today's show is going to be awesome. I want you to start calling friends. Tell them, tune into the Glenn Beck radio program right now. Jason Whitlock has ignited and blown up. I'm going to explain what went down in Colorado and what's going down in America. I'm going to give you the context to understand it all today. Buckle up, get ready for what's next. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique the mantis x it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using mantis x the best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day and the mantis x is the best way to train at home no driving to the range no spending money on range fees or ammo you're gonna save a ton of money and improve your shooting so start improving today get your mantis x at mantisx.com. that's mantisx.com. Jason Whitlock filling in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck program. Let me lay the foundation first. I want to lay the foundation for this conversation first. It's going to connect to the previous two shows, the shows I did on Monday and Tuesday, filling in for Glenn Beck. We're going to tie this whole thing together and explain to you what the state of Colorado with that Supreme Court just did yesterday Uh, removing Trump from the ballot in Colorado. 
under the premise, under the pretense that Donald Trump led an insurrection on January 6, 2021. And so I want to lay a foundation for understanding of my point of view and perspective before. So I want to take you back before I take you forward. I want to take you back to what I wrote on January 7th, 2021. I want to take you back to what I wrote and what I said on January 7th, 2021, when they first started with the insurrection lie. And many of us went along with the insurrection lie on January 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. I did not. And you should have, you shouldn't have either. But I want to take you back to the very first column I ever wrote for The Blaze. This is the foundation of understanding that we all need to understand what's going on today, what just happened to Donald Trump, what's happening to our republic, what's happening to our democracy, what's happening to our voting process. They inject a lie and then they start stacking other lies on top of it to deny you your American freedom. I want to read to you the column I wrote uh, the day after the alleged insurrection. It begins Wednesday afternoon, angry, unarmed, mostly peaceful protesters stormed the Capitol. They caused hundreds of dollars in damages to the people's house the taxpayer-funded building where elected lawmakers work. They took pictures seated at Nancy Pelosi's desk. They shoved furniture out of place. They pushed their way past unprepared and overwhelmed law enforcement. They shattered a window or two. If not for the police shooting and killing an unarmed female 14-year Air Force veteran, the protest staged by Trump supporters would have more in common with a 1950s fraternity party panty raid than political riot. Here, I guess I should apologize for not joining the rest of the media in feigning outrage and calling for the trespassers to be tried for treason. But I'm neither outraged nor feeling vengeful because they're because of their act of civil disobedience. I understand it. It was an inevitable repercussion from the 2020 and what we've all witnessed the last decade. It was Sir Isaac Newton's third law come to life. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. For four years now, the billionaire and millionaire elites who control academia, the mainstream media, politics, popular culture, and the sports world have framed Trump supporters as racist deplorables worthy of elimination from society. These same elites spent the past decade elevating Michael Brown, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Rayshard Brooks, Eric Garner, and other resisting criminal suspects to icon status while simultaneously raising bail money for protesters willing to riot, loot, burn, and vandalize in the name of racial justice. 
This blatant hypocrisy will not go unchallenged. You cannot ignore the desires, concerns, and feelings of 74 million citizens. You cannot write them off as Nazis and answer all their complaints with allegations of racism or sexism. That's fascism. At this point, the deplorables should be commended for their restraint. Antifa and Black Lives Matter search, burn, and destroy well into the wee hours. The deplorables return to their hotel rooms by nightfall and watched our lawmakers return to work inside the Capitol by 8 p.m. The critics say President Trump provoked Wednesday's political violence. His refusal to concede a corrupt election baited his followers to overtake the Capitol with flags, put Ashley Babbitt in harm's way, and do enough property damage to delay the Electoral College confirmation three or four hours. Fine. Guilty as charged. But our president for the next two weeks was not Lee Harvey Oswald, a lone provocateur. He had plenty of collaborators. They work on all the major and cable news and sports networks. They play in the NFL and NBA. They represent both political parties, hold high positions in Hollywood at Netflix, Google, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The people wagging their fingers the hardest at Trump and the deplorables sanctioned financed and promoted political violence throughout all of 2020 and for much of the past decade. Ashley Babbitt's blood is on the hands of Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg as much, if not more so, than President Trump's. That's why Dorsey and Zuckerberg rushed to silence Trump on their respective platforms, Twitter and Facebook. Political tension and violence are fomented, planned, and monetized on Silicon Valley's social media platforms. Wednesday's violence hit the wrong target. The Capitol is where global elites exchange cash for influence and privilege. It's where $150,000 a year politicians become multimillionaires building cozy relationships with big tech lobbyists and American corporations looking to curry favor with China. The Capitol is sacred ground for elites. The way you might revere a church edifice is the way millionaires and billionaires revere the Capitol. The NBA multimillionaire said they played with heavy hearts Wednesday night after seeing the Capitol desecrated. They made twisted, illogical analogies between nonviolent civil disobedience and the rioting, looting, looting and violence that occurred in Minneapolis, Atlanta, Kenosha and across this country all summer. Here's Boston Celtics star Jalen Brown saying, quote, it reminds me of what Dr. Martin Luther King has said. That there's there's two split different Americas in one America. You get killed by sleeping in your car, selling cigarettes or playing in your backyard. And then in another America, you get to storm the Capitol and no tear gas, no massive arrest. None of that. End quote. Jalen Brown is right. There are two different American realities. There's the false reality world created by and for elites and their groupies. In this world, progressive elites feign concern for poor black people by championing the cause of a tiny handful of black resisting criminal suspects harmed by white police officers tasked with subduing them. The elites have no interest in the thousands of black men and boys killed annually due to random gang and street and drug violence. Those black lives 
do not matter. Progressive elites live inside a social media matrix where they call the Crips and the Bloods to protect them from the police. The rest of America lives in an alternative universe driven at least partially by reality, facts, and common sense. We don't see the norms of Western civilization as the root of all evil. We have no interest in disrupting the nuclear family. We don't think the storming of the Capitol is analogous to the months of looting, arson, shooting, rioting, and anarchy we watched throughout 2020. Here's Philadelphia 76ers coach Doc Rivers. Here's how he interpreted Wednesday's chaos. It baffles me. Doc said, quote, no police dogs turned on people. No billy clubs hitting people. People peacefully being escorted out of the Capitol. So it shows you you can peacefully disperse a crowd. It basically proves a point about a privileged life in a lot of ways. I will say it because I don't think a lot of people want to. Can you imagine if those were all black people storming the Capitol and what would have happened? That, to me, is a picture worth a thousand words for all of us to see and probably something for us to reckon with again. End quote. What is Doc Rivers talking about? We've watched buildings burn to the ground this summer. We've seen protesters prowling the streets of Atlanta with semi-automatic weapons. We've seen protesters berate and spit on police officers. David Dorn, a 77-year-old black retired cop, was assassinated. Parts of Portland have been under attack from Antifa and Black Lives Matter for months. There have been no dogs no billy clubs. We don't have to imagine how law enforcement react to black lawless protesters. It has aired on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News all summer. The police have been remarkably restrained. The media, athletes, and celebrities have treated black protesters as heroes. Politicians have taken knees and worn kente cloth to show allegiance with black protesters. Every national sportscaster and head coach has gone along with the facade that police pose a greater threat to black men than black men. We're inundated with television commercials promoting Black Lives Matter. The NFL has celebrated criminals involved in drive-by shootings. A laundry list of media personalities have taken turns rationalizing every violent lawless action taken by Antifa or Black Lives Matter. No one cares that George Floyd stuck a gun in a pregnant black woman's belly or that Jacob Blake sexually assaulted a black woman. The New York Times commissioned a group of black female reporters to rewrite American history to fit the narrative of critical race theory taught at our academic institutions. The concerns propagandized by ministers of black victimhood are a high priority in American society. Sinners are excommunicated from their employment. There is so much money, fame, and adulation from joining the church of black victimization that white people such as Sean King and Rachel Dolezal have disavowed their natural heritage to identify as black. A Trump supporter? He or she is an American pariah, a racist, a coon an idiot, a sellout, someone to be silenced or ignored. Trump supporters will not go away quietly or peacefully. It's their country too. Their concerns are legitimate. The, law the lawmakers they chased to the basement of the Capitol sold out the American working class, man and woman. They sold out my mom and dad 
and the way of life that allowed me to elevate from poor to a life of comfort and privilege. My dad was a small businessman in Indianapolis who owned a tavern that catered to hourly union factory workers. My mother was a factory worker in Indianapolis and Kansas City. The black people who I grew up with, the ones who frequented the Masterpiece Lounge and went on and went on bowling trips with my mom were not global citizens. They were hardworking high school graduates who wanted their kids to move up the economic and social ladder. They had a lot in common with Trump supporters. We can't see that common ground now because the mainstream media and social media have us so irrationally polarized. We think skin color explains everything. Skin color does not explain the Trump phenomenon, the passion of his followers. Trumpism is rooted in the rejection of the elitism, idolatry and secularism pervasive in modern American culture. In September of 1620, 400 years ago, 102 passengers boarded the Mayflower fleeing Southern England and the elitist society constructed there. They were the original Trumpers, the dregs of European society in search of freedom and freedom of religion and expression. Trumpism is the cry of American citizens uninterested in adopting the cultures and customs of France, China, Italy, Cuba, Venezuela, Canada, and any other of the places global elites romanticize. Trumpism is the cry of the working class who believe the big tech billionaires are building an America that cuts them out of the American dream. Trumpism is the cry of Americans who value authenticity over the fraudulence of political correctness. The price of ignoring their cries will be war, a civil war. That was my column on January 7th, 2021. That explains everything that happened yesterday in Colorado. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to expound on this as we move forward. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. And right now, through a match, your gift is doubled. To donate, dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. They build a lie and then they stack lies on top of it. So on January 6th, immediately, they started plotting the total destruction and annihilation of Donald Trump. And so when CNN and MSNBC started tossing out the word insurrection on January 6th, it was so that on December 19th, 2023, they could say 
Trump can never be president again because he participated or he sparked an insurrection. And we needed to have the courage and the foresight to reject that lie day one. I never played along with the gimmick. Day one. I, I, <laughs> people, when I wrote this piece for the blaze, and I'm not saying this to be critical, I'm saying this to just reflect reality. People were like, man, you really want to call this a out of control frat party? We got to criticize the deplorables. We, we got to distance ourselves from what they did. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to distance myself from what they did because I understand exactly what they did. And if we can sit here for 50 years and watch people riot, boot, uh, loot, murder, destroy, We've seen these riots for 50 years, and I've seen people sit on TV and say, well, that's the voice of the unheard. If they can justify what they have justified for 50, 60 years, if they can justify the insanity of 2020 over George Floyd, who overdosed on fentanyl, if they can justify the murder of David Dorn and say, hey, that's the voice of the unheard. I could sit there on January 6th and say, these people walking in to the Capitol, that's the voice of the unheard. And they haven't burned anything. And they didn't shoot Ashley Babbitt. And they caused so little chaos that, that, that the politicians went back to work three hours later. This has been a setup from day one. We gotta be men and women enough to stop letting them lie and stop letting them build on those lies. Don't go anywhere. I got more. The Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit glenbeck.com today and never miss a moment of truth.
Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. Buckle up. It's going to get even more heated. I'm going to say things some of you uh, will not like, will not understand. That's okay. Uh, you're, you're just not there yet. You, you haven't been mentally prepared for where we are at right now in American society. I'm going to try to get you there. But and, and so I, I'm just going to continue down this path of trying to help you understand the reality, the truth of where we're at in America right now. The people rotting in jail, in prison cells for their activity on January 6th. They are the Nelson Mandela's of America. They are heroes. They are political prisoners. They are people who understand the level of sacrifice it takes to create the freedoms that we enjoy. I'm not coming to that conclusion on December 20th, 2023. On January 6th, 2021, I thought the exact same thing then, and I said it. And I told anybody, when they call, are you watching this stuff on January 6th? I'm like, yes, and I understand it, and I love those people. They have a problem with our corrupt politicians. They didn't run to some black ghetto neighborhood and burn it down. They went and saw the people that they have a problem with. They went to Nancy Pelosi's office. They went to go see Chuck Schumer. They went to go see the corrupt politicians who sold us out. I respected it on January 6, 2021, and I respected even more on December 20th, 2023. Those are heroes. Those are political prisoners. Those are America's Nelson Mandela's. You can believe the lies and all oh, their insurrectionists. And this was like Pearl Harbor. And this was September 11th all over again. And this is the saddest day in American history. You can believe those lies if you want to. You can be a fool. And, and, and think, well, the polite thing to do on January 6th and 7th is disavow their actions on January 6th. Why? Why? They can't go to the people's house? They can't let the politicians they elected know, hey, we got a problem with you? You're selling us out? You sent our jobs and our way of life overseas while you became millionaires? You shot and killed Ashley Babbitt? Those are heroes, and we should have accepted and acknowledged them as heroes on January 6, 2021. Instead, we played along with their game and acted like, oh, God, 
oh, there's an insurrection. And they took zip lines and they were going to capture Mike Pence with zip lines and zip ties. And oh, they had handcuffs and, and someone I heard had a squirt gun. We allowed these secular elite globalist corrupt lying MFs to put that lie of insurrection out there. And then they just kept building on that lie. And then they used the social media platforms to continue to sell that lie. And now we arrive at December 19th and based on that lie that we allowed them to tell day after day, month after month, year after year, Four judges in Colorado say, hey, uh, you don't have a right to vote for Donald Trump here in the state of Colorado. This has been a plot and a plan from day one. We have to quit cooperating in big ways and in little ways. We have to recognize the time that we're in. There, we're in a civil war. This isn't about boots on the ground and hand-to-hand -hand combat. We're in an information war. We're, we're, they're enslaving our minds. They, again, I'm, everything I've been talking about the past two days, about this battle over truth, and who is the arbiter? Who is the authority on truth? This is all connected. They take their corporate media platforms to tell the lies, and then they justify those lies and create the reality. Oh, these lies are actually the truth with their social media apps and algorithms and Google and Twitter and Facebook. And so now we enter it into the record. Oh my God, there's an insurrection. And everybody that watched with their own eyes, well, an insurrection? Where's the guns? Where's the dead bodies? Oh, they tried to stop the, uh, the peaceful transfer of power. Congress stopped for three hours, three hours. And they compared it to 9-11. What did it take, three years to, to recover from 9-11? In three hours, they were back at work. Oh, this is Pearl Harbor. But in three hours, they were back to work. Someone tidied up. Nancy Pelosi's desk, and they were back to work. But this was an insurrection. And we had to all go on TV and act like, oh, God, these unruly protesters and, and the guy with the moose head and oh, God, we, tisk tisk. No, those of us who were not there on January 6th, we're the problems, we're the cowards. Those of us who refuse to, to lend our voices to, to cry 
and complain about the crime that is being done to those people that are rotting in prison for peacefully protesting our criminal political class. We're the problem. And we're the reason those four judges in Colorado had the balls, the audacity to strike Trump from the election process in the state of Colorado. They think they can get away with it because they think we're cowards and they think they control the truth through their algorithms. They think their truth over social media and through the New York Times and through all the other media outlets that they control trumps the truth written in the Bible. Guys, if we don't snap out of it, if we don't man up and woman up and, and realize the time that we're living in, we're at war. And, and part of this war is, is a lot of it's directed at Trump so that we're distracted from them sending in their secret troops through our southern border. Again, what they did in Colorado is important, but it's really just a smokescreen for what they're doing at the southern border and the extra troops they're sending in through the southern border so they can continue to radically change America. That's where we'll go next. When Oh, um, am I a little? I think I'm early, actually. I got a little more, more time. Someone get in my ear and tell me. I think I got a little more time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Seven eight 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 seven two seven two three two five is the phone number to call. I'm a, I'm a little discombobulated because I'm obviously if you're listening, I'm really passionate today because what what went down here yesterday in Colorado connects to everything I've been talking about. It's years in the making. All of this distraction, all of this racial division, all, everything that I've been trying to unpack in the media space for the last six to seven years, it's all coming to a head. It's all coming to fruition. It's all right there in clear sight. How they've used race to convince you like, <laughs> no, th those, those justified protesters on January 6th, they've convinced you, oh, well, they're white people and they're racist and they're nationalists and they hate you and they hate everything that's good about America. Again, I'm, they, they put these little lies out there and then they just start stacking bigger lies and bigger lies so that you can't see the truth, that you're being denied your rights as an American citizen, that they're stripping away your freedom, that they are allowing people to enter this country through the southern border who will dramatically change your neighborhoods, your child's future, and your way of life, and the freedoms that you've come to take for granted 
in America will be stripped from you. But you're, you've got these racial idolatry glasses on and all you can see, oh, Trump, he's white. And the media has told me he's racist and all of his supporters are racist. It's blinds you from the truth. And, and again, they, they tell these lies and then they amplify those lies over Google, over Facebook, over Twitter, over Instagram, over Wikipedia. As I explained to you yesterday, they're in the process right now of further smearing me and further trying to convince people, don't listen to Jason Whitlock, particularly you black people. Don't don't listen to Jason Whitlock. He, he's trying to convince you that you, you, you're thinking the wrong way, that you're buying into all these self-destructive behaviors that we're selling you. And these self-destructive behaviors, they're actually good for you. Killing yourself, killing the future of your children, killing your family, walking away from God. That's all good for you. Don't you get it? Don't listen to Jason Whitlock. Go read his Wikipedia page where we're smearing him. And, and I don't want to make this about me because I'm really not that important. This is about you and all of us. And what type of America are we going to leave our children? We are going to be judged by the type of world we leave our children. We were handed something better and we're handing them something worse. We will be judged for that. I got a lot more. You're listening on the right day. Don't go anywhere. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Feeling overwhelmed by thinking about the holidays and the extra expense that comes with it? I know how hard holidays are when everything is more expensive and your credit cards are already pushed to the max. Now is the time to pay off that debt and get your finances under control before the holiday season is finished. And I mean, that's going to be hard, but you need the help of American Financing because they can actually do it. If you're a homeowner, American Financing can help you access the equity in your home for instant savings. Start the new year with a clean slate. American Financing is saving homeowners just like you an average of about 800 and $26 a month. Think about how that money could help your family. And if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments, giving you that extra cash flow to pay off your holiday spending. It costs absolutely nothing to find out how much you can save. So call American Financing, their salary-based mortgage consultants today. Call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, as I said, I'm not that important, uh, but there is a reason why uh, they're working to smear me. 
that they undermine me at every chance. And when I say they, I'm talking about the left, the globalists, the, the CIA, the people in control of Wikipedia, the people in tr- control of these social media apps that don't want you to hear my voice and to hear the kind of truths that I'm trying to explain. Because they know that I'm on to them. They know that I know how they use race and how they use these social media platforms to, to, to mask their lies, mask their agendas. I've been talking about this stuff for 10 years. They package everything black. The alphabet mafia agenda. Oh, that's black justice. That's racial justice. Oh, hating Donald Trump. That's how you protect yourself as a black person by hating Donald Trump. Oh, the Proud Boys, they're out to get you. You ain't never seen a Proud Boy, but somehow they're more dangerous than the Bloods and Crips. Join the fearless army. Go to youtube.com slash Jason Whitlock. Join the Fearless Army. You can follow me on Twitter at Whitlock Jason. You can hear more from me and more about this on the other side of this break. I can't wait. Tell your friends to join us. Second hour is going to be even better.